Susan Zundi Kumbule, and that is The Soil featuring um, Kulichana. And I'm, I've just had bad news that they might be on the brink of breakup, and I hope it's not the truth. I hope they just decided uh, to just uh, test the solo careers, and it, it will just give them evidence that they just belong together. Uh, they just, they, they create beautiful melody. And uh, welcome, this is Lifetime Live, and uh, right now uh, we're talking about uh, just women leadership, um, women in leadership positions are we seeing enough 25 years later into democracy what's taking so long um how far have we come and uh, we're doing that reflection with uh Ngobese, who's a gender advocate and founder of uh, women forward good afternoon and welcome sisnana Afternoon, Thank you for having me. And I'm watching uh, 8th of March. We're celebrating this International Women's Day. Um, we're looking at it from a social, economic and cultural perspective, including political. Um, but, you know, you, you can't help but wonder that even uh, some of the most profound um, organizations uh, for women coming together, we somehow always find it, it befitting to have a man d- addressing that audience. Oh my goodness. Why, why is this? Yeah. Do we not believe in ourselves? I, I think it's, it's much more um, uh, complicated than that, Chisoga. Um I, I always say we are in a, we're almost like in a fish soul. We are in, in, in it. Meaning we are in the... Um, just in the in the system of um, uh, patriarchy, that becomes very difficult for us to get ourselves out of easily. Such that the default position for us most of the time, when we can't uh, get things going, is to go back to what we know, and that's exactly what happens most of the time when women have to find themselves doing things, and when when it's no longer progressing, and it becomes very difficult, as it is becoming right now. We realize we push back in, in, in many in many things that women are trying to accomplish for themselves. It, it, it's not easy. It, it, it's a very difficult environment. And the default position most of the time will be that of going back or getting things done the same old way we have actually done them, even if it doesn't serve our purposes. And it might be a simplistic way of actually explaining what mm-hmm. is what is going on or not happening in South Africa. But as we see right now, even when we are actually campaigning, we find it very difficult uh, to get women coming to the fore and owning the space in their own right. Because mm. for a long time, uh, women have always looked for approval from someone else to say, no, yes, go ahead and do it. If that approval is not there, people start doubting whether or not they can do that. Sure enough, there are those who are coming to the, to the fore. But many of the women still go back and, and seem to think that's very approval you and I are talking about at this instance, yeah. And, and I mean, although we're talking about one-third, 29% of senior roles in South Africa yeah. now being filled by women, is, is it enough considering that uh, we have more women than men in South Africa? Exactly. Um, even, when it, even, even when it comes to, 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 to the numbers of the people who have voted, uh, mm. that actually say, uh, with the... Uh, uh, the the the, what's the commissioner, what the, 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 the not just I call it the IEC commissioner. She mentioned it last time. When we actually gone there, more than 55 percent of the voters are women. But we all know uh, in reality that when you come to voting, that reality becomes 
something totally different from what is actually happening. And I think it's a, it's a journey. All of us have to be patient with. Um, we are all uh, under, of understanding that we are not all going to get there at the same time. And the fact that permissions for a long time have not been more or less given to women to actually mm. do what they need with their own lives. You still hear people talking about how to punish women privately and all of those things. That's realizing that, you know what? That was a shocking tweet. There's no way to go um, that tells you that uh, we, we, even if we say we are in charge, there's a lot more that we need to do um, in, in both public and private capacities mm. to ensure that whatever it is that we do is not law. As, as you can see, Maria Ramos is leaving a position, but who is going to fill that position? The male. It's, it's, it's not likely that it will be a female who is going to fill the position. So again, it's usually a few steps, ten steps ahead and one step back and things like that. So it's going to take a while. And I think somewhere along the way, as much as we're looking for ways of changing things, we also have to be patient with the processes that are actually happening as you see. But do you believe that men are socialized um, uh, well in, in how to articulate or even acknowledge that uh, there needs to be that gender balance, gender equality? You know what, what I was discussing with my husband the other time? He, he mentioned the issue of, of role modeling. There isn't that much more talking that can change things anymore. And I think one thing that's happening for me, because I'm talking about it in the context of young men who are beginning to take steps towards owning their manhood in a way that is respectful, not only of themselves, but also of their partners and their children. You know, I, I'm, I'm heartened by the, the young movements where we have not in my name and, and, and all other movements. Where they are led by young men who say, even if it was done differently, I am consciously changing mm. my situation in a way that I know is aligned with self-respect because that's there. In but fact, we're talking to them. Sorry. In fact, we're talking to them uh, in the next hour in our men feature. Let's pay the bills right now and then uh, you'll conclude the conversation or the talk, um, Sisnana. Call Chris Salda now, 891 Welcome and thank you so much uh, for connecting with us and uh, we invite you to give us a call on 0891-104-207 and uh, asking about uh, whether, uh, you know, what we've done thus far is enough in, in uh, creating leadership positions for women and uh, how far have we come since uh, the advent of uh, democracy. And joining us right now on the line is Nana Ngobese, who is a founder and uh, a gender advocate and founder and president of uh, Women Forward. As we were talking about uh, whether men are socialized uh, in, in being sensitive in how they respond to gender uh, inequalities. I, I remember the tweet, and I'm not going to mention the person, where a very senior um, person in leadership saying, there are ways in which you can actually punish women when they go out of line. Sis Nana? Yes, I was taken aback. Um, it, 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 it's quite frightening. Um, but again, these are things, the things you live with at uh, Kisalda. And I think also um, what's important is that women also have a lot of work to do to um, also, that, um, also change uh, the, 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 the way they respond to such things. We, we, we have to find ways of negotiating new ways of, of being. 
even in these relationships because again we we put ourselves in a corner when we we, we continue with the the language of not only apologizing but also of because it's cultural is the way things have been is the way you know life is and by doing that you are actually disempowering the young people who may want to take a different stance against that you don't want to close ways mm-hmm. of doing things differently but for us to understand that there is something very fundamentally wrong with the way even our leaders continue and i i i actually want to believe sometimes it's delivery to undermine even the efforts that are being done to actually make sure that women move ahead. Because if it comes comes from leadership, it, 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 it's actually frightening because it means there is a, 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 an undermining of what is actually being done, not only at community level, but also even at, uh, also at uh, a, a national level to sort out the issue of gender insensitivity uh, when it comes to, 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 to women's issues. I, I, I was quite disturbed by that. And I think it cannot go unnoticed that we still hear that coming from our top leaders who purport to be supporting our constitution. So what should what needs to happen? And I'm I, I'm sure you and I can't um, really claim that nothing has happened uh, since 1994. Mm-hmm. A lot more uh, has changed. I mean, we've moved uh, from yes. times when women needed permission mm-hmm. to even mm-hmm. buy a car. Yes, yeah. I, I think. One thing for sure is that we cannot stop now. We, we have to keep going on uh, to further to preach the very same uh, language. If it has not gone through, then so be it. Let us sound like a crack record trying to say the same thing because I don't want to find my daughter going again to, to accept what is totally unacceptable. At least there has to be a generation that is actually going to say, not in my name, just that it's happening with the young men. Now there are girls who are actually saying, I'd, I'd, I'd rather stay. Because I even said, no, umsha don't feel You know, it, 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 it's good when you hear our older people say, I could not stand some of the traditional requirements that said they are there in that mm. center because it empowers other women who are probably her age or even younger to say, oh, if she cannot do that, then it means I can give myself permission to do the same. Therefore, then, it means we cannot stop to continue with the same thing, the same language of actually saying it is unacceptable, no matter who says it, be it the church leader, be it a community leader, be it a teacher, be it an ordinary person in the street, it is condemnable that a person of a stature can continue uh, saying things like that against another human being or supporting what is oppressive to another human being. So are there enough policies um, to, to help us? Because uh, we talk about this uh, 50-50 gender parity. Uh, are there enough policies and is there willingness um, to ensure that women do uh, occupy these uh, positions? You know, what you said, I said it last time, we don't talk about policies. I said if South Africa, because we are seeing the best constitution and the policies and the best policies in the world, if even if they were not perfect right now, if we did just 10% or 20% of what those policies are actually saying must be done, I think we'd be a step ahead. What is missing in our country in any policy issue is its implementation. If we add on the part 
of implementation, I think would be a step ahead. It's actually saying, this is the policy we are trying. It's not working. Let us change it. So the policies are there, and, and they're absolutely fantastic uh, policies that you actually have. But in terms of getting it done, let me just give you an example. Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I, I phoned in, in the same program where we're talking about the, 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 the legal uh, framework of this country. What's reaching down and what is happening to Saudi are, are two different things. Therefore, they tell you that what is written down and what is supposed to be implemented uh, at official level in our government departments and all of those things is not happening. And my question uh, that actually arises when that actually happens is how much monitoring is actually happening in the implementation of those policies? Because if we were actually going to say this is the policy, this is how it has been uh, transgressed or it's not working, this is, then I know that we go back and deal with that policy issue. But right now, nothing is actually happening. Mm-hmm. People are hitting themselves against the wall when they go to court. It's, it's just unbelievable. And some of the institutions we have are not designed, are not designed, you know, in line with the policies that we actually have in place. And, and, and just to actually make another example, South Africa is one of the best policies when it comes to dealing with the people of, uh, with disabilities. But when it comes to implementation, how much has actually been done by government departments themselves? You go there, you uh, can't push a, what do you call that, a wheelchair. You find that you can't even push a wheelchair through the door. You have to leave it outside and carry the person inside the office. But even the government department itself is not implementing its own policies. So there's a lot that is actually done policy-wise, but implementation-wise mm-hmm. is actually not happening. And, and unfortunately, we haven't even seen those who falter on implementing gen- gender uh, equality uh, um, um, g- guidelines. Um, and, and we haven't seen any recourse uh, for anybody that does not, uh, that neglect uh, the gender equality policies. All right, uh, let's take a news break. And uh, when we return, we take your calls 0891 104 WhatsApp voice notes on 0614 Here's Utsile Sako with the news headlines. Hashtag SAFM Lifetime. And uh, just on Friday, 8th of March, we celebrated International Women's Day, uh, where we celebrated social, economic, cultural and political achievements of women across the world. And when you look at South Africa, are you seeing enough women in leadership positions? And uh, that's our topic uh, of discussion right now. And uh, Nanongo Bese joins us as a gender advocate and also president of uh, Women Forward. And uh, as we take your messages uh, and SMS from uh, Mr. J.K. Lungwane from Pumalanga saying, uh, women must learn mathematics for gender equality with men. <laughs> your responses, Nan. Uh, because you know there's that notion that there's more women than men. So we therefore can't, um, uh, you know, be equal. It doesn't justify violence and abuse of women, no, no matter what the mathematics is. Um, I, I think it, it comes down to the basics of uh, self-respect. I still believe that a self-respecting human being will not harm another human being uh, mm-hmm. the way women are being harmed. So there's a lot that needs to be done at the um, level of, 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 self, of self-respect and not wanting to be associated with things that seem to denigrate the next, the next party. So the numbers for me don't mean anything. And it, it has nothing to do with somebody having multiple partners. Uh, we have had 
and one of my 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 my, my, my dad actually has a, 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 a more than one wife, but mm-hmm. I, I I have not I've never seen him lay a hand on each one of them or disrespect them in any way because he's a self-respecting man. They come from a traditional background. All I'm saying is that it doesn't the numbers of women do not justify the fact that we have to treat to be treated shabbily simply because men are fewer than us. And I guess, uh, I mean, the the question then uh, always is, are women equally supportive of, of this uh, women's agenda? It takes a while. I would actually say it would take a while for us to actually understand that there is an equality agenda. That means, that means we cannot accept even the practices that have been there for a long time to continue being perpetuated in the name of culture, if one can put it like this. I'm just talking about the, mutilation, you know, the genital mutilation that has been done in other countries, maybe in South Africa. Somebody actually told me that it's actually there. But what is actually happening is that women are the ones who do that in the name of culture, without realizing that it's a human being that is suffering. It, 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 there has to be something that goes beyond saying this thing is cultural. What needs to happen is that what am I doing to that human being that needs to be respected because they deserve to be treated as a human being? There's no human being who is, who is more, who is above the other. We all deserve the same, we all have the same pain. Why should others suffer more than uh, 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 others? That, that's the question right there, and we throw it uh, back at you. Uh, connect with us at SAFM Radio and hashtag SAFM Lifetime Live. This you do on Twitter and Facebook, and also WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107, and taking your calls on 0891-104-207. And uh, we also receive your SMSs, SMSs charged at 150 uh, per SMS. And uh, there's a question, uh, please ask Ausnana, and that uh, what what is it that they promise as a movement for women? Uh, promises have actually been done by many people, Christelle. All we are saying to women, many things are within your hands. Our communities are suffering because, first of all, we have listened to people who have not delivered anything to us. True, some progress has actually been made. In, in many areas, but there's a lot that we have actually um, given up in terms of the power to do things within our own communities as women. We cannot expect government to sort out all the problems we actually have. I gave an example of filth. I mean, there's so much filth in our communities, Christelle, that's frightening. And I actually even said, when we grew up, I remember at the time, as children, we used to go and clean up our own communities because mm. the mothers and grannies in those places said, you cannot achieve anything in a filthy space. I'm talking about basics. Sure. Many things that we're talking about in women's world say, women, use your agency within your own area to change your life for better. We used to have agricultural gardens. Mm. We used to make sure there were no children who were left in the streets. Today we have half of our children in communities loitering the streets without going to school. Where is our agency as women in those places? All and right. for us, that is what we're talking about more than anything else. We cannot promise the things that we know that women can, women can actually do themselves. So we're appealing to women leadership in those communities to rise and use their agency to change life 
for their, of their people for the better. That's it. Let's go to PE now. Mr. Mjali, good afternoon and welcome. Good afternoon to you and good afternoon to Mama Godbefe. Good afternoon, sir. Welcome. Yes. No, I think the best way to tackle this problem is to have monitoring ways and means that work. Mm. As I'm talking to you, I've just received an email, a long email here, that at the university in KwaZulu-Natal, called Mangosutu University of Technology, two black women have been removed from being deputy vice chancellors. Within eight months of an appointment of a white man as a vice chancellor, mm. and there's nobody who's saying anything about it. And those two black women were removed from being deputy vice chancellors, and they were replaced by white male. Wow. Just like that. And nobody says anything. I believe those are, are things that we should look at. When a woman is got a position, like somebody else spoke about Maria Ramos, it's important that women capitalize on that position. They don't let go so as to get the numbers going. Because we can only survive through numbers. We come from apartheid. We must remember that. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Babunjal. It almost uh, sometimes feels like we, we take a thousand steps forward and hundred thousand backwards. Uh, SMS uh, Maboneng uh, says, hey, Basadi, they want to lead us. Lead the way <laughs> if you can and I will follow. My goodness, that is so sarcastic. On Facebook, um, Sizwe Gachi says, uh, what if a woman is harassing a man or kind of undermining uh, human dignity and undermining even my faith. What do I do? Uh, but that has nothing to do with leadership, does it? Uh, Christelle, I would actually say the same thing. It has nothing to do with leadership. We have seen people who are fake leaders. That's all agree. Even we have seen people who are selling things that are not palatable to mm. our people in our, in, 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 in our communities. And I think it's for us to be vigilant, just like the gentleman said earlier on, we were talking about the Mar- Maria Ramos thing. It's more serious than, yeah. than, 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 than that in that uh, when we are not vigilant, like any struggle, you know, struggle takes uh, being conscious of what is actually happening. If a, well, in a way, I always say it's a war. It is a war because you are actually uh, working against the time when you are trying to change things. Things don't change on their own. They are changed. And I think, if anything else, that's the message one would actually uh, put across to say, things are changed by human beings. They don't change on their own. And I think if we were to learn from that, therefore it will be much easier for us to realize there's a lot of work we need to do mm. to be vigilant in the space where we actually want to see change happen. All right, Andre, um, Andre Ford uh, from Cape Town says, my view is that women themselves are to blame for the mindset and appalling uh, mindset of men. Majority of women misrepresent themselves in the workplace. Stop thinking of gender equality, but rather go forth and apply your knowledge of expertise. And I think men hide behind historical cultures and uh, women are to uh, co- are, are too consistent considerate of the uh, backlash of cultural uh, ramifications or threats. Until a woman's worth is realized, uh, culture will always reign supreme. Uh, Most cultures are designed to serve men. Thank you. Thank you very much for that. Now, as we conclude, where do we find... We have uh, two more callers. I think let's pay the bills and we'll come back and take the calls. At SAFM Radio and at Positive GP on Twitter.
Alright, uh, going back to the calls now, 0891-104-207, talking women leadership. Uh, Sipo, you're joining us from Estenga. Good afternoon. Uh, good afternoon, Chris Elder. Good afternoon, Bob. I just Yes, I just want to check what the, what's the take of your guest. Because sometimes I get an impression that uh, sometimes, uh, lady, I don't know whether I'm wrong in my observation, that sometimes our struggle, especially the women's struggle, get sabotaged by women also, uh, you know, putting their weight behind narrow sectional or party lines rather than the broad women's struggle. Mm. For example, if you look at the case of uh, last week when the EFF proposed that uh, the airport should be named after Winnie Mandela, you know, uh, and, and I thought, I, I said that thinking, but the Women's League, what is the Women's League saying? Why can't they support that? You know, what is wrong with the Women's League supporting the naming, renaming of the airport after another woman leader? You know, instead of them looking at the fact that it's the FF that is raising the point. Rather, right. it's their sister. It's their, it's their mother. It's their leader. And, it's their, and their leader and their comrade. You know what, you know what was funny, Chris Elder? The ANC then put a woman to oppose it. <laughs> it. It was another woman who said, no... We want the airport named after a person of substance, implying that Winnie Mandela was not a person of substance. And those same women will come back and vote the name of a man to honor uh, and, and rename the airport after, you know. I, uh, I actually uh, took it upon myself to ask Major Situate that question. And uh, it's interesting that the response is not reflective of what we know in the media. I hope the ANC will take it upon themselves to correct uh, that perception. Thank you. Thank I, you I, very much. I, ho- I, I, I hope, Christina, they do. It was yeah. very painful to watch. Yeah, indeed, indeed. All right, let's go to Truth in Jobe. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Christina. Afternoon, Bob. Yes. Uh, I thought I should maybe ask uh, the, the, the guest that uh, if uh, if she call if, if she she calls the the the, the 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 initiation of women if she calls it mutilation mm. then why is elsewhere is not called mutilation what informs the the word mutilation instead of initiation like when we do in other in other situation where a, a girl is trained one, then they make a party and so on because it's almost the same. It's not the same truth. It is not the same because when we celebrate uh, 21, uh, uh, 21st birthday uh, in other uh, cultures, it's a celebration. We're acknowledging that you've done well. And in this particular instance where there's genital mutilation, part of your genitalia gets cut. Which is it? It cannot. It, it it really. It's a gross human violation, and it leaves scars, and and it can be uh, regarded as as culture and celebration. Okay, I I understand that part. Okay, fine. Let me say then, but why still we call it mutilation on ladies, on girls, but on men is not called mutilation. I guess. And you. why why does the Bible say this is okay, and uh, uh, even in other religions? long time ago it, it said it's okay and then today on only on girls we say it's mutilation but on men around the world it's not mutilation it's circumcision why okay it's thank like you very much Sislana, so, you have the difficult job of answering why do you call it uh, mutilation for women and circumcision for men
Understood. Um, I would say this, I never purport that I'll be able to answer all questions. Mm. All I say is that if it is, it's going to be sore on you. I'm just talking about the, the human, human, being a human. If it is sore and it is something that I can do without, I think it's actually it's worth considering that it doesn't need to be done. If it is for health purposes, maybe there's an argument for it, but yeah. I haven't heard. But not for the pleasure of someone else. Yes, yeah, Unfortunately, we've... A benefit for someone else other than myself. We've completely lost time. Um, thank you so much uh, for taking our call, uh, Sisnana. Do you have a website? Where do we get hold of you? We are on Facebook as Women Forward. We are also on Twitter as, as, as Women Forward. Uh, hashtag Women Forward. We also have the website uh, womenforward.org. Web Salihong and I'll, I'll read your messages after um, Words of Wisdom. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Nana. Thank you so much. And we'll also include a message from Kosatu, um, I guess, in the next hour when we find um, a little bit of